Hi, I'm Madison and you're listening to Tea Time, the podcast where we drink tea and spill tea. Today we're joined by Sean to talk about binge watching. Sean, what was the last thing you binge watched? Oof, uh, I think Queen of the South. Yeah, Queen of the I haven't heard of that. On Netflix. What's it about? Uh, It's about... What's it about? It's about this, (laughs) this lady who lives in or she's what mexican or something and mm-hmm. um she starts off as a i i don't know what to call it but um basically just doing anything she can to to make money and then she runs into some guy who works for a cartel mm-hmm. and they start dating married or meant to get married or whatever and then yeah she works sounds like a whole bunch happens yeah she works her way up from down there to being like the head of her own cartel that sounds pretty intense i can i can see why you binge watched it so um i wanted to really quickly say for anyone listening who doesn't know what binge watching is i'm sure that they do um because it's you know it's very relatable um but the definition uh as per Oxford languages is the practice of watching multiple episodes of a television program in rapid succession typically by means of dvds or digital streaming so what we mean is basically if you have netflix or if you have like a box set of dvds and you decide that you're going to spend an entire day watching it that's binge watching um which i myself can easily say i do quite a lot and uh, i definitely know sean does too (laughs) um So yeah, I just want to I talk do about too much of it. Sorry, I do way too much of it. Yeah, it's easy to do. Um, I just wanted to talk about like the good and and bad things about it, really. <clears throat> so, um, some of the good things, I guess, would be for me at least. Um, obviously, it's it's a form of entertainment. You know, it's it's something to do, especially because we haven't been able to go many places. Um, having Netflix is kind of that, like, okay, well, I have nothing to do, so I'll i'll just binge watch something um but there is also the fact that it's a bit of a stress reliever so i don't know about you but like with me you know the pressures of um work uni like trying to balance your life in general sometimes it's nice to just take a step back and and watch something to get away from all of that is that like similar with you or um yeah definitely i mean i think i'm even i take it to a different extreme because I can be drowning in work or whatever, and that's when I decide to find something to binge, which isn't very good because I, yeah, I just lose, I lose focus on work, and then I'm just sitting in my bed all day watching whatever. Yeah, well, so, yeah, there is definitely there is that side of it, right? It's like okay, well, there is the you know the good things. It is a stress reliever, but then you take it to the other end, the other extreme is it can become sort of like. A real addiction you know you have stuff to do but there is just nothing you want to do more than that uh fun funny enough you say that is um i read uh something earlier online um from a, a clinical psychologist and she actually said that when you binge watch your favorite show your brain's like continuously producing dopamine you know that like happy chemical in your brain yeah. so your body experiences a drug like high um and it you're basically when you binge watch you're creating this or you're you're experiencing an addiction to the show because you start developing cravings for that dopamine you're getting from watching it 
which I thought I thought was really interesting because you know we see a lot of things like I don't know like if, if you look at drugs for example you, you hear drug addiction you think yeah that's really bad but then if you think talk about something like binge watching you don't really consider you just think oh yeah like that's relatable I do that too like we all just yeah. have sort of socially accepted that this is one of those things when in reality actually it can be um you know it can have a lot more impact than than we realize um so yeah another bad thing i guess that comes from that is is the health issues i mean i I can't say for certain i've suffered from from binge watching lately just because i've sort of set boundaries with it um but has there been any times where you've been kind of concerned for like you know oh my god it's been like two days since i showered or any moments like that um no not really um pretty aware of what's going on when i'm like deep into whatever i'm watching but um Mm -hmm. yeah i don't i don't i haven't run into any sort of problems and the the thing about the what the psychologist said that's pretty interesting but i i've never really thought of it like that because i just think of it like okay i started watching this and now i'm just too lazy to get up and go and do something else (laughs) <laughs> or I just can't be bothered, so I'm just gonna sit down in my bed still. And then I'm like, okay, one more episode when it gets to this time, I'll stand up and then I go over and I'm like, okay, well, one more episode. And then when it gets to this time, I'll get up and I just keep going on and on. Yeah, so that's that's interesting because you sort of it's weird because it, with what you said just then, it almost sounds like you're in a way completely aware of what's happening and and you know what you're doing which i i completely agree with i have the same experience you know if i'm if i'm watching something and, and can't help but watch it um i know what i'm doing and i i know that i'm going to keep doing it um but i'll i'll choose to do it anyway which is an interesting point you know bringing it back to that like addiction thing is like we know it's bad or we know that to some extent or at a certain point it can become bad and yet we still do it um and another interesting thing I thought about um, binge watching is that the bad side to it is a lot of people would would argue that, you know, it makes people a lot more like antisocial because you, you don't want to go out. You just want to finish this TV show, um, which <laughs> makes sense. Um, but then there is, there's also the other side to it was like, actually, it can be really social because a lot of people want to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I remember when I... Before I watched Game of Thrones the first time around, um, yes, first time around, uh, <laughs> like I told myself I was never going to watch it. And I had so many friends who had watched it and like literally every day or every week they'd be talking about it. And then um, when the when the last season came out, everyone, even like, like the whole internet was just going on about it. And I was like, you know what, I need to watch this. And that's, yeah. how, I got, that's how I got sucked into it. Yeah, it's kind of hard to avoid, I think, especially with, like like I mentioned, you know, with not having much to do right now. A lot of the attention or a lot of people's attentions is are diverted to the internet more than ever. Um, and obviously having platforms where you can talk about the things you like to do, like the things you like to watch, things you like to do, it very easily can feel like um, you'll, get, you'll get the fear of missing out, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. I uh, I did have a, lo- uh, a look at some of the Netflix surveys on binge watching, um, and I don't know if you know a lot about some of the statistics they posted, but I read a news article um, from a from a couple of years ago, 
but it it mentioned that 361,000 people watched all nine episodes of Stranger Things season two on the first day it was released. Oh my god. Have you watched Stranger Things? Yeah, I'm probably probably included in that number. Yeah, me too. (laughs) It's, uh, It's one of those crazy statistics where you really think, wow, like, 361,000 people have like thrown away. I don't want to say thrown away because I still think it's it's a form of, you know, entertainment. As I said, it, it can be enjoyable and it's, you know, people's decisions, but they've in a way thrown away like around nine hours of their life. And it's it's yeah. like, it's crazy to think, you know, that's a solid nine hours or, you know, they're about nine hours where we've done nothing but sit there and watch the same thing. Yeah, I mean, that's, but that's also that's also um like that's also the bad thing of dropping every single episode in one go. Yeah, definitely. Like, okay, everything's there, so now I need to watch it. But but then but then again, like no one likes to wait one week just to watch another forty minutes or forty five minutes or whatever. Like no, I, I I I hate it. I can't yeah. stand it. I completely agree, and you know. They're actually part of that same survey I was talking about showed that 73% of participants reported a positive feeling or they had positive feelings associated with binge watching. And I can see where they're coming from. You know, we live in a day where things are, or we have a lot of instant gratification. And so when we don't get things instantly, it can be very, very frustrating. You know, we, if we have a question, you have Google, you answer it straight away. If you need something, Amazon Prime, you can have it the next day or even the same day um and so when it comes to stuff like tv and shows you you don't want to be waiting around having to wait a week or you know longer for the next episode um and that's you know i think where netflix catch people out um another interesting thing i did see actually was that well i'll ask you what you think they are what do you think are the most bingeable categories in terms of um the category so the genres of the the shows that people are watching what do you think are the categories where people or the genres where people binge watch the most um i'd say like comedy um or like sitcom type type of shows because they're like really short episodes and there's usually like a good number of them um in a season um i'd also say probably anything to do with drug dealing (laughs) Why drug dealing specifically? I I I don't. Well, that's that's speaking like personally. Anything to do with okay. drug dealing or like these are like drug, your most bingeable categories. Yeah. Okay. And that makes sense. I think yeah. I think those two. That's that's what I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. It's a tough Maybe one. I think. Type stuff. As well. Some more sorry. Like either crime or like thriller type of stuff. Yeah, so that really like leads me on to the next point where uh, they actually did show in the Netflix studies what the most cat- the most bingeable categories are. Thriller is one of them, so you got that right. Um, yep. I think that one makes sense. You know, people, if if you're, I know thrillers are very, you know, interpretive, I guess in a way, but um, thriller to me is something that is, you know, it, it's it gets you excited it gets you amped it gets you really involved um really quickly uh, the, th- the thrill of it i guess makes the most sense um so yeah that that makes sense you know if you if you're watching something and you feel very sort of drawn into it it makes yeah. sense that you'd want to binge it binge watch it 
the other categories are sci-fi and horror. Sci-fi, yes, that's that was the other one. I just couldn't think of it. Yeah. Um, horror. I've I've never seen a horror TV show. Well, not yeah. that I can think of. So that's that's pretty surprising. American Horror Story for me definitely binge watch that. I think it's hard to not with that because it is very. I'm talking about American Horror Story, American Horror Story, uh, specifically here. But it's very, um, you you can't predict it. I'd say is it, there's a lot going on in it, and a lot of the time I can easily watch it and not know what's going on, and yeah. yet you have that element where you kind of do, and you just need to know what's going to happen next. The same with any show. Um, but that's you're right. I can't think of many horror shows where it's like. I'd have to binge watch her. I can't think of many that you could binge. Yeah, I've never seen that one, so that might be added to the back of my list. Never Something to watch. List. Your binge watch list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I um, I did uh, like I said, looked at a lot of these statistics, and actually, it made me think a lot about um, like the way I see binge watching because the way I see it has changed a lot, I guess, over the last year probably with uh with covid with with lockdowns and stuff like that you know knowing that you you can't go out and don't have much to do it would be very easy for a lot and i'm sure a lot of people would admit to this it's become very easy to sort of think okay well i can't do anything so i will just binge watch um but for me it was like okay well now i'm stuck at home i'm going to spend my time doing a lot more i guess productive things um not that binge watching isn't productive because like i said no shame to anyone who does it i still do it on occasion um you do sort of need it as a stress reliever or just something to you know escape it is escapism at the end of the day but yeah i don't know i think it's it's quite interesting that um the way that a lot of people have taken covid as an opportunity to delve deeper but for me personally i haven't i've sort of set more boundaries with it and saying okay well um you know i have i have work to do i have you know uni stuff to do if i start this tv show is it likely to you know decrease the amount of stuff I get done on a day-to-day basis for an extended amount of time and the answer is always yes so I generally push those back to um like term breaks or holidays um but I know you're you're the opposite aren't you I mean we were speaking about it a little bit earlier but you're quite you're watching is it Game of Thrones again now and with like (laughs) midterm yeah um well first of all that's you got your life together that's what that is (laughs) um yeah, I just have a thing for starting to watch the longest TV shows when I have the most work to do. Um, the first time, the first time around, that I watched Game of Thrones. I was like in the middle of course at my last uni, and that was when I started it. Mm-hmm. Like literally, right, like bang in the middle of exams. I think I had a I had an exam the day before started and one like two days after i had like an essay due the next day and yeah it's, it's yeah tough. I'm, I'm pretty bad with it <laughs> i can't help myself it's tough. a lot of people will be on the same page as you listen before uh we end this i wanted to ask you really quickly um just to put you on the spot what are your top three most or i guess not most bingeable but what are your three binge worthy tv shows off the top of your head what three would you go to Breaking Bad, Money Heist, and yeah, Game of Thrones. 
Game of Thrones. Nice. Uh, so, Sean, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Tea Time. Um, it was a pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me.